whether you are a startup or an established entrepreneur, nothing communicates your company's message better than brilliant branding. With over 25 years in the business and over 250 companies named, expert Phil Davis and his team at Tungsten Branding will enlighten, brighten, and illuminate your mind so your brand will shine. Get ready to flip the switch and spark your imagination. Welcome to Brilliant Branding with hosts Phil Davis and Liz Heemstrom. Welcome to this week's edition of Brilliant Branding, here to give you more brilliance. Uh, and we've been discussing very lively topics this morning yeah. when it comes down to our topic today, which is authentic branding and what it really means to align your company with your true purpose. Um, we call it aligning your what with your why. Mm -hmm. um, and when we talk about uh, Liz, with is We've been bantering this back and forth this morning. Actually, the three of us, Jess is here. Yeah. It's gotten very lively. <laughs> we've nuanced um, the different motivators behind brands. And we're going to really drill down today and talk about what it is that your, your, your brand is based on. When you think of construction, there's a, a, a Bible scripture about building your house on sand. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, it shifts. Yeah. You know, it comes along. The wise with, man built his house upon the rock. Upon the rock. And so in branding, there's rock and there's sand. Mm -hmm. And the sand seems to be those kind of superficial kind of business model businesses that are set up to take a maximum opportunity mm -hmm. of a given scenario at a moment. I would say the ultimate expression of that would be like fidget spinners. <laughs> yeah. You know, can you imagine a year or so ago, you go, this is the hottest thing, fidget spinners. Mm -hmm. And I've got a friend and he's got a warehouse full of them. Yeah. And you could probably say that's your business. Right. What's it founded on? Yeah, literally. It was founded on a product. Right. It's like, oh, <laughs> I want to I want to increase manual dexterity amongst young people. You know? No, yeah. It was definitely founded upon a product versus any sort of brand. And this is where it gets confusing sometimes with branding. You know, and what we talked about today, we got into mission and purpose and values and all of that becomes mumbo jumbo because mm -hmm. people misalign those words and use them so cheaply that they begin to lose their meaning. So we're going to try to cut through that clutter as best we can today so that you understand what it is we mean by authentic branding. It's not so much about the exact words we're going to use because, again, these words have been misappropriated many, many times. Um, just like the word quality has been watered right. down. Yep, it Somebody's can be used just, interchangeably. You know, you know, trust us, we provide quality. You almost get suspicious as soon as someone says, yeah. trust me, we have a quality product. What's your immediate thought? Uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. about that. So how do you, in this day and age, live an authentic brand? The other beauty of living authentically is it requires so much less it's like when you're telling a lie. Yes, you have to and remember. And then you have to remember the I, lie. That's not what I said last time. Oh, crap. Wait I a second. Him, did I say it was a red car or a yellow yeah, car? Oh, I, I don't remember. It, no, did I say I was late because of this? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. I, I love that saying that if you uh, you don't have you don't have to have a good memory if you mm -hmm. tell the truth. Right. Um, because it'll be the same story every time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So authentic branding really comes down to aligning what you do. That's the external 
thing that appears to the public. Mm-hmm. It appears that we're in branding mm-hmm. or naming. Mm-hmm. That's what the appearance would be. Right. Um, with our why. Well, why why do you do this? Is it because mm-hmm. your parents are linguists and it's the only thing you know how to do? Um, is it what is what is the driver behind your business? And then here's the all important factor. Are you connecting what you do with why you do it? Yeah. And you know, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. And so the shorter we can make that line to where I am doing this and I'm doing it for the, these reasons and they're the right reasons because they're the ones that I believe in and it all lines up. None of it's a stretch, you know, none of it's a, you know, a curve, right? It's, it's just point A to point B. So, right. It's the whole going back to what you mentioned before about, you know, trust me, this product is good. And it's sort of like, if you have to say it, that probably means you're not. There's doing there, it. there's already a wrinkle in there. Yeah, there's already a wrinkle. You know, so being being raised very fundamentalist Christian family that I was, um, I noticed some things growing up. One of them was that there was a lot of good things shared, a lot of you know good things preached. But one of the things I started getting suspicious of, where I lived up in Michigan, is a lot of people in the trades would have bumper stickers on their car. And the one that you always were a little afraid of is the one with the fish on it. Yeah. You, did you ever have that experience, the yeah. fish symbol? Yeah. Anybody that over-advertised yep. that, trust me, this is a Christian organization, yeah. I would always think, well, if you're a Christian organization, it should be so imbued in you. Yeah. Yep. That I mean, you know, let your light shine. Yeah. So, right. So that Be people would just humbly. I think there right. was some sort of Bible verse or something. We're in church today. We're in brand. I know, church. right? It was brand about. Church. It was about you know like pray in like the closet, as in like right. Basically, like not in front of people or sort of like. All of those acts yeah. are ones that you do, and then otherwise, another one was about like don't set yourself at the head of the table mm-hmm. and then be told to go sit down at the lower end of the table. Yeah. Wait and be invited up. Yeah. So through humility of service and just through doing what you do for long enough, that's how a brand reputation yeah. is earned. It's not stated. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. You know, it's not stated and then it happens. I had someone come to me um, when I had my full service ad agency and say, um, I said, well, we're having a little bit of performance issues. I'm not seeing a lot in terms of activity and results and stuff from from what you've been assigned to do. And he goes, well, you're not paying me what that's worth. <laughs> and I said, I'm sorry, come again. And he says, well, I feel like I took less when I started here than I should have been paid. And when I get paid what I'm worth, then I'm really a good producer. It should be the other way around. And I thought, how is this ever going to work into yeah. a raise? Right. You know I mean? Exactly. You've been grossly yeah. underperforming. So I'm thinking of giving you yet another increase. Yep. You know? <laughs> So hopefully, so that you will hopefully perform. Obviously, you're underperforming, and it's my fault. <laughs> um, so, in, in a, so as brands, we're talking about how do we live that? How can we be authentic in what we do? So when we get up in the morning, it's not a put on. Yeah. It's not a facade. Mm-hmm. But we truly are an extension. So number one question is, why do you exist? And this is the existential question that you know I think strikes at the heart of all of us as individuals, but also as companies. Absolutely. And, you know, as companies are people, too. companies are people Mitt <laughs> Romney had it right. <laughs> Mitt, you are you are maligned for all the wrong reasons mm-hmm. because companies are made of people. Yeah. It's, it's like a body is made of cells. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know, 
bodies are cells too. <laughs> well, of course they are. Um, right. A lot of them. And so people come together and just as people wonder personally, you know, why am I here? What am I here for? Companies and their employees wonder why, why am I at this job mm -hmm. and what do we stand for and why am I doing what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And the more clear, the four C's of brilliant branding, clear, mm -hmm. concise, compelling and consistent we can be with our employees, mm -hmm. the more that they will be able to be transparent and functional themselves without having to go to management or read it in a book. Right. And then every time you interact with your company, a different employee treats you differently. Yep. Because it's not really grounded. So number one, why do you exist? This sounds like a, like holy smokes, heavy question. <laughs> Especially if you're out in California for this time of day. Mm -hmm. Just got up. Haven't even finished my coffee. <laughs> why do you exist? Why do you exist? And really that goes back to the original founder's heart. What prompted you to get into the business? What joy was there in doing this um, that you can go back and tap into to help define your why and so that then you can align things with it. Now, for everybody, it's going to be different. I've met some companies that they had kind of a rude awakening where they realized their why was because I had to. It's second generation business. Yeah. They felt it was forced on them. And I think, Liz, that's sometimes why there's energy lacking in those companies. Mm-hmm. Because if they didn't fully embrace what their parents' vision was, yep. Yep. then this thing is just a noose around their around their neck. Yep. And that translates into the employees. Right. So now their purpose is, well, I this is what was given to me. So or I, keep I have the family to. legacy yep, going. Yep, exactly. You know. Yeah. You know the Biltmore house we have in town. Mm -hmm. I, I remember hearing one of the guides say, well, we're hoping this next generation someone steps forward. Mm -hmm. And can you imagine? You're yeah. Like, You'd have life handed to you if you just take over the bill. largest house, private house in America, mm -hmm. makes millions and millions of dollars a year. Yeah. And it, but it's like since the day you're born, every yeah. year you go, I'm getting older, I'm going to turn 18, and yeah. then I'm going to go to school. And then it's, are you the one that's going to run this the rest of your life? Yeah. Like the right. six generations before you? Right. And are it's you, just out of obligation. Yeah. And so that would be a terrible energy to, to operate. I think if right. someone took over feeling obligated and guilt. Yeah. That would that would translate. So why do you exist? What makes you happy about coming to work? And how can you then let that be the the ground, the rock to build mm -hmm. your house on so that you're an authentic brand? And as we discussed today, these brands, when we got down prepping for the show today and we thought, well, let's let's come up with some examples mm -hmm. of companies that really live it. I mean, truly not a put on, but live this. We can only think of a handful. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we call this show Brilliant Branding. The goal is to be brilliant as a brand, and that's not easy. It means a lot of introspection into into doing why are we doing this and with intention. Mm -hmm. So why do you exist? I, I think one of the – I'll share my story of, of, of how I got into doing what I'm doing is I was a creative kid. I loved you know writing – all kinds of things, stories, anything. And it, someone told me I'd be good at owning an ad agency. And through serendipity, I ended up owning an ad agency. And I love the creative process. And I love interacting with people. And I love creating environments where people thrive. Mm -hmm. And I found that if I helped people with an ad campaign or I did this and their sales did better and their people did better and people were smiling and they're on point and on task, that the whole energy of an organization shifted and that part of it I liked. And I, that was my experience early on. 
And if I'm speaking to you and you feel like you've lost your way in business, this will help you because this is exactly what happened to me. As I got into it, I kind of got disconnected from my why. Yeah. And maybe you're at that point. You're like, what in the world am I doing anymore? Um, so my brand, which was just my name, the Davis Agency, sounded like insurance. I was starting to do what I was thought I was supposed to do, which is just grow my business. So instead of the joy of creating, working with people, helping them to discover what it is that they want to bring to market, exploring the creative process, all that became a search for the next client. And in doing that, I started going after bigger and bigger accounts. And finally, uh, I ended up with a bunch of automotive accounts, car dealers. And I yeah, didn't I'm, you like realize you sort of with your team? I think you mentioned this before to me at some point with your team say, oh, automotive, that's that's where the money is and that's where we should go. So Liz, it's so it's so funny that you bring that up because this was such a pivotal moment in that. And I think. Uh, this is what launched our current company, Tungsten. It's actually sometimes making the mistakes is the is the is a blessing in disguise, because that's when I said, "What are we founded on?" It's not that I didn't do the exercise; mm -hmm. it's that I didn't do the exercise deeply enough. Right. So, what it was the common thread? Well, we were sitting around a table at the time, mm -hmm. and we said, "Well, I guess the common thread is we do ads, we do this." Is the common thread that they're all local? You know, businesses right. is the common thread that, you know, it's super highly creative. And we started realizing most of our business came from car dealers. Mm -hmm. So someone said, well, we're kind of a car dealership ad agency. And I'm going to tell you right in that moment when they said that something kind of went, ugh, mm -hmm. that, you know, the mer. <laughs> yeah. Meh. Yeah. Yeah. Meh. Meh. Kind of like that so much. Yeah. You know, but. Everyone in the room was like, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that makes sense more than anything else we've talked about. And I didn't do this, what I know now, which is the why is deeply embedded in your values. When you really connect it, and you can use any word there you want to, um, your values, your principles, your core beliefs, mm -hmm. that's where that needs, that, that firm rock needs to come from. Well, that didn't resonate with me at all. <laughs> so... Um, but I've been trying to be as democratic as I could and I'm having employees and I want the team involved and I thought, well, that's, you know, at least everybody's in agreement and this is right. good. And it was a good financial mood. mood yeah. And correct? everybody, right. I brought it to my Vistage group and they're like, well, that makes sense. And you know, that's your number one volume, uh, client. So we went and we changed from the Davis agency to eventually become octane marketing. Mm -hmm. And we were fueled with this and we were empowered by this and we would drive results to the bottom line. It was a great marketing message. It was very aligned externally. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, with our what, what were we doing? Had a bunch of car ads, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so what is the name? Octane. What is the tagline? You know, fueled for performance. So this is where sometimes you can do best practices and you do all but one of them and you, and the whole thing is screwed up. Because you align superficially, but it's not rooted in the why. Yeah. And this is today's emphasis of the program is to make sure you really have that tap root of your true of your tree that can really reach water so that you're refreshed every single day when you get up. So here's what ended up happening. Methodically, I went through business for the next, I would say, two years getting up and going, well, I probably should call another car dealer, mm -hmm. you know? 
And then I would call these guys and they would be short tempered and they would be temperamental and they'd be hard to deal with and they'd hire you and fire you. And one day I woke up and I realized I hated my life and I hated my business. And I, it was very congruent externally, but it was not tapped into my why, which is I wasn't creating environments where people thrive. Mm -hmm. I was writing screamo car ads. Yeah. Um, I'm that guy you hate. Push it and pull it in, you know, this week and this week only. And so we did that. So that's what made me say, what do I want to do? I want to create clarity and insight. And what would that kind of firm look like? And that's what led to Tungsten, the wire and the light bulb. Um, so there's an example of understanding what it is that you're on task to doing. What is your why? And how can that inform the other aspects of your marketing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. And building on that foundation is only going to make people be able to connect to you better because it'll be authentic and they will be able to trust that. And I think people immediately sense that when I shifted over and I just started having these conversations, it was all about drilling down. Well, it just flows so yeah, much easier. Right. It wasn't like, how big is your dealership? Well, right. You know, right. And then you're, yeah, exactly. How much do you spend? Is it in print or is it in, now I was having conversations about how, what is your vision of your business look right. like and how can we make, right. We don't want you to just go to work. We want you to want to go, to, go to, work. to work. And then all of a sudden it felt like I was working for a nonprofit. I mean, people would get really juiced. They would say, oh, I think you've, you've caught my vision. And then I would say, well, let's create some identity around it. And now our people are really excited. They're pumped up about what we're doing here. And yet I'm still in the marketing business. So it's not always what you're doing it, what you're doing. Mm -hmm. It's it's the power of a good, brilliant brand isn't empowered by what you do. It's empowered by why you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so as we roll into the second segment, we'll talk about specific examples of companies that had an external what it might have even seemed aligned. But when the why got disconnected from it, how things kind of go bad and how you can prevent that. So you've been listening to Brilliant Branding and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your brand is your story. And getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. 
Are you a business leader or executive that wants to achieve more? Not just in it for profit, but to do work you find meaningful that adds more value to more people in more ways. Listen for the Business Elevation Show with host Chris Cooper. You'll hear from successful achievers from around the world with the passion and experience to offer invaluable guidance. The Business Elevation Show can be heard live on Fridays at 8 a.m. U.S. Pacific Time, usually 4 p.m. U.K. on the Voice America Business Channel. Be more. Achieve more. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. And we're back. We're talking today about connecting your brand with your why, and that is your your key motivator into why you do business the way you do. And the reason that's important is because the actions that your employees take mm-hmm. and all of the interactions that are happening on that front line are often a reflection of those core beliefs, whether you communicate them verbally or through action, you demonstrate it, and that creates either clarity or confusion with your uh, staff, and the more that you can be intentional and grounded in a core belief, the more that will serve as a guiding light to your brand so that your brand doesn't appear to be schizophrenic. Yeah. You know, all over the place. Otherwise, it's just kind of reaching, and we're all about this and that, and you're speaking with a forked tongue. So, uh, we had a client or a friend and a client, Cicino and Sons, down in Florida, and his why wasn't really deeply delved into. He came to a meeting and I think we talked about this in another show. It was the tuxedo guy. Right. And as long as he thought he was in the tuxedo business and he thought that was his why, it's the legacy thing again. Right. Now there's the perfect example. Yeah. He was, I think, third generation. So he felt the weight of this. And if you know how it is, go clean your room. You were planning on cleaning your room, mm-hmm. but then your parents say, go clean your room. Right. And then you don't want to clean your room Now you don't want to clean your room. Yep. So you are going to carry on the family tradition. So if your motivation and your why is disconnected, then it becomes a chore in your brand. There's just no joy in your in your brand. Yeah. So in this case, I think he was the number one tuxedo chain in Florida. And as we kind of drill down with him, well, why are you staying with this business? Well, you know, I, I don't want to be the guy. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be the Cicino that dropped the ball, you know, <laughs> right, right. the only the, the weak, the link in the chain. So that's so like, what a horrible energy to have to work from. And he really was great at what he did. And it was just hard economic times is what was really causing it. So as we ask him, why would he consider this your business. Well, it's because it's always been, it's what we do. I haven't really, what do you, don't quit giving me these hard questions. What do you mean? Why am I selling tuxedos? Right. And in a moment of frustration, he blurted out, I sell these things because we make men look good. And I, I touched upon a point of pride and I could tell that of maybe he did inherit the business or got it or was sold or brought down to him. Maybe that's what happened. But the joy that he learned to get from it is whenever someone walked out, yeah, 
and they look their best. And then we did this ex thought experiment with them. What yeah. would your business look like if instead of pivoting around tuxedos, it pivoted around making men look good? And the point being that if you're grounded in your in your why, the world opens up. He thought, well, geez, I wouldn't have to sell tuxedos. I could sell suits. I could, you know, we talked about a program where you could uh, you could have a reminder, an email that says your wife's birthday is in one week, and yeah. and then you would look good. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that brand could expand to be, you know, a men's brand that makes men constantly look good on multiple levels. What mm -hmm. a more rich, deep experience that you can embrace it would have growth possibilities, all kinds of things, rather than somebody that's just, you know, is involved in cloth. Yeah. You know, putting heavy cloth on people. Right. Another one that comes to mind is we had a, a guy in one of the, again, I went to a lot of Vistage meetings. And I was sharing one time and he says about the, the, the most important thing I can say about her company is that we're the seventh largest construction company in Florida. And that's a weird why. Yeah. You know, well, why, why should Liz, why should I use your construction company or why should we pick you? Well, we're the seventh largest. Well, well, what about number one? What, or, or one, two, and six? three. I know. Yeah. What about you know? all the other ones before you? So if you're making these claims and you, that just shows you're kind of lost if you're mm -hmm. doing that, you know, where it's just, that's just kind of positioning yourself against the competition and you just kind of get commoditized. Yeah. You're just kind of throw in there. So I started probing and asking these, you know, well, why do you do this? And what I sensed with him, and remember, this is the no judgment zone. Yeah. Your why doesn't have to be this holier than thou why. Yeah, we'll get into that. Yeah, sure. it doesn't have to be a Mother Teresa why. No, no, no. You know, um, to feed the homeless or that kind of thing. This guy really had a sense of pride about what he did. Mm -hmm. And so I asked him, like, well, specifically what, and he just lit up. He says, I forget which team it was in Miami, but he had done like the dome like for one of these. Well, that's a pretty big job, not just in terms of dollars, but, you know, prestige. Yeah. And so I said, well, instead of saying that, can you just say you're a major league construction company? You know, mm -hmm. kind of a double entendre. Right. You're and in the major he leagues. just, he just lit up. He went, what, say that again? Well, you, you could just tell people, well, we're just a, we're a major league construction. Put you, you're in a league of your own. You're in the upper league. You're a major. This is when I started to realize this is back when I was octane marketing, mm -hmm. I think. And I was, uh, I just started realizing that I just had a sense of wanting to help people feel good. Yeah. And this guy's identity was, you know, jumbled up and he was in pain. It was like, I've got this big company. I want to move it forward. I don't know what to say. I don't know what my why is. And I thought your why is because you're proud of what you do. You're proud of your work. You have quality workmanship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you say you're a major league construction company, that is more congruent with who you are than to do this weird seventh largest firm mm -hmm. east of the Swannanoa River. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So we ask people a lot in the exercises that we do here with people getting to their why is, what business are you really in? Yeah. Because your why a lot of times is hidden in another business that you're providing. For example, we frequently get people who work with us who say at the end of naming them that they have more clarity than they've ever had before. Yeah. 
So when we did this exercise internally, one of the things is we said we're in the naming business, we're in the branding business, we're in the identity business, but we're also in the clarity business. Mm-hmm. And creating that clarity is a much closer why than creating logos. Yeah. You know, we could say we're logo makers mm-hmm. and or we're namers. Right. I even hear people say we're yeah. namers, mm-hmm. kind of de- devalues it. Or we provide clarity and insight into your identity. Right. So I thought that was, that was cool. Another one that was in the news this week that kind of shows where you've got to drill down and really connect to your genuine why was the case, Liz, that you came across, maybe Jess mentioned it too this morning about Bailey's. Right. And I don't, I don't know. This I think that might have been from recently, but not like this week. Super recent. Super recently. But it, but it serves the point. This is a great clear crystal example of what we're just talking about. So, yeah, um, Bailey's. Essentially, they were trying to come up with a new marketing campaign and they were like, you know what? Women's empowerment, you know, that's important. And we want to get on that train. That bandwagon. That bandwagon. Yeah. And uh, so obviously not a bad thing Very, at all. Yeah. Admirable. Admirable. So they Timely. Timely. Um, so they came up with slogans such as make women shine and be a woman for life, not for applause. So they rolled out these slogans, taglines, marketing campaigns, and women came back backlash with backlash from this because they were like, Bailey's come on. We, we know you, you're not about women's empowerment. You know, we drink you at night with some ice or whatever. We put you in a sweet drink and they realized that people didn't even want to hear that it was about women's empowerment. They wanted to hear the real thing, which was Bailey's figured out they were in quote unquote, the pursuit of pleasure. Wow. I mean, when you say that, I just want to go pour myself a drink. Right. It's smooth. It's sweet. (laughs) You know, like it's, it's something that you can, it's a treat at the end of the day. Like it's something that you can really, you know, and that is, it's what you talked about before where it doesn't need to be this lofty purpose of, you know, we're going to go feed children, which is admirable or women's empowerment, which is admirable. But if that's not who you are, that's not who you are. Right. And people will forgive you for people will forgive you for not, you know, trying to uh, save the world right. as long as you're authentic in your values. Yeah, you don't have to be So it's really about, you know, what's the what's the new the new phrase, you be you. you yeah, know? exactly. You know, just because you can you can always tell when someone's fake. Yeah. Typically. And even if it's faking Jim Carrey, I think, was in this movie. Um, I think it was a Jim Carrey movie, uh, Liar, Liar, where he comes over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And remember he does the hand? Yeah. So there's the scene where he comes in, and even though he's kind of um, disenfranchised from his wife, he still wants to come over and see his boy. So he comes over there, and he just, you know, takes his hand and goes, the hand. Mm -hmm. And the kid squeals with delight. Yeah. Well, then the step dad or the right dad comes over <laughs> right. yeah, 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 and he yeah, says yeah. oh it's all about the hand and so he comes the claw. over the claw yeah <laughs> that's what it was the claw 
It's not even the hand. It's the claw. <laughs> the other guy did the hand. Oh, that's yeah. That's so what it was. he comes in and he just kind of imitates it. And it's it, this is what I see in branding. This is what we're talking yeah. about today about connecting with the genuineness of your of your brand. So he comes on and says, the, the hand, the hand. And the kid's just kind of just indifferent and cold and get your hand out and turn yeah. weirdly creepy. Right. And, and so, wait, what are you doing? Wait. Yeah, wait, get your hand in. Get away from me. Yeah. So, yeah, it's all about, you know, so Bailey's all of a sudden the pursuit of pleasure. You know, be who you are. Right. That's what Bailey's is. I mean, I want to unwind, you know, mm-hmm. have something feel good. I, I, you know, I, if if you're into that business, then get into that business. Yeah. And I think these things as an extension of a deeply core held belief yeah. would be one thing, but you might not even publicize it. Mm-hmm. We have um, right. We have a client, Harmony. And I can't tell you the number of times, you know, having handled their social media for quite a few years, the, they they grow uh, grass, sod, and distribute it through Lowe's and Home Depot nationwide, that they've done things for the Home Depot or or through for a Lowe's thing or a charity event or a foundation where they'll just give, you know, tons of new lawns, parks. They've worked with parks and all kinds of situations, donated, donated, donated. And half the time I'm like, this would be great on social media, but you gotta, you gotta tell us, Mm -hmm. you know, but they're, they're those kind of people. Mm There's such integrity. And you think, well, that's a wasted opportunity if everybody didn't hear about it. Is it? Right. Because what does that say to the employees? They go, wow, they did this and they didn't even shout it from the mountaintop and they didn't broadcast it and they didn't write six press releases on every little thing they did, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, and hashtag every single. Yeah. Right. No, that makes it just feel super. Like it's the, going back to the original point of, if you say like, trust us, this is quality. It's like you say it and it just sort of comes off. Like, do you have to say it? Yeah. Like, why can't you just be it? Why can't you just live it? And then I'll, I'll like make that judgment for myself. Right. Right. So connecting to your why, this is also where you look at the name and you say, are we living? Is there a disconnect between the, I don't, you know, it's superficial, you could say, or you could just say it's external. Mm-hmm. So yes. a, a lot of, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That, that was, that was kind of a point too, I was going to make with Bailey's is sort of, they were trying to live up to some sort of external kind of you know, Ooh, this is like an external thing that people would like. And that's kind of cool. And we could be that and people would be attracted to that, but that's not, people saw through it. It was fake. Right. It's like when you're, you know, you're in high school or whatever, and there's people who are dressing a certain way or they're being a certain way. And you know that they're just being that way because of because it's everyone a trend. around. Yeah. So, you know, these things that are good causes, but they're but, but if you're doing it out of a sense of a trend, mm-hmm. um, if it's an appendage, right. it's not integral. Right. You know, integrity means wholeness. It's mm-hmm. oneness. Mm-hmm. Integral, it's a sense of yourself. So it's not something that's an add-on. Mm-hmm. You, know, you're, you know, when you embrace a green or eco or any of these kinds of things um, to exemplify your, your brand attributes, but they're not believable – yeah. then it has the opposite effect. It looks disingenuous. We talked about the Pepsi campaign where all of mm-hmm. a sudden they were all about yeah. kind of social injustice. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did you really create a drink to raise money to fight social injustice? That would be right. how far you'd have to take that. Yeah. Like right. the whole reason that we're doing this is it's a means to an end yeah. to, to fight social injustice. Mm-hmm. So, you know, be, be you. 
<laughs> you be you. You be you. Uh, if we were to sum it up today, there's yeah. all kinds of different whys. Some of them, and and if you look at your why, I I take people through this exercise that really strips it away, and it's so you can what? Yeah. So you could say, well, I want to be uh, the number one blank blank. You know what I mean? Okay, so you are. Now what? Yeah. Well, then that that would mean I could do this. Okay, and so your company's able to do that. So you can what? Well, then I would blah, 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 blah. And it begins to cut through the layers, and, and it gets really kind of down into what is it that you were really after? Mm-hmm. You know, what is what is it? Then remember we said about the, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. Uh, businesses, in my experience, go through such circuitous routes. Yeah. You know, it's almost like the business person that says, I just want to spend more time with my family, so I'm going to work 65 hours a week <laughs> right. so I can earn enough money so I can be financially free right. enough yeah. to be home in time. to be. And by the time they do that, their kids have grown up moved away. Yep, yep. And, you know, if you want to spend more time with your family, I don't know, maybe – you know, find other ways so that you can just directly spend more time with your family. Right. Pick exactly. a different job. Yeah. Pick a different job or maybe, you know, live, L- live closer, live to, closer a home to your, or, or live closer to your like means. Maybe you're, you know, if you have to yeah. work 60 hours a week, don't to drive support. three cars. Right. Exactly. Pass on the six timeshares that I bought when I was going. Through. <laughs> so it's about living congruently, living your why out in a way that's believable and authentic and when you disconnect from that, when you say we're all about this, but then you turn out to do that, it creates distrust and kind of a brand fracture. Right. And it, probably along the line, it, in the beginning, if there is trust in this messaging that you've brought that is probably misaligned, whether it's conscious or not, some companies, they don't know what their why is, so they just sort of want to hook right. on to one. So it's not necessarily like evil. But along the way, it's going to break at some point. Somebody's going. If it's not deeply yeah, held. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. Right. So if you're, you know, an eco product or you say that you're eco, but you're not really, but you kind of plastered that on there, you know, there could be a lot of people who just, you know, see through that or just like. Or whatever. someone captures you like yeah. dumping a bunch of stuff in the dumpster. Yeah, right, right. All this plastic is and going. Into and the, someone's like, wait a second. And I that thought gets you on guys, Facebook. Yeah. That was ego. Oh, you were the whole ego guys. Oh, I didn't uh, get the memo. <laughs> right. You know. I didn't, I didn't like, the green memo. Uh, that's very heartfelt. We're remember. <laughs> stand for this. Yeah, right. So we're talking about being genuine, not disingenuous, and that mm-hmm. goes back to knowing why it is that you're doing what you're doing. So you can live that that brand and be free to not have to think so much, but just do do more. And when you can do more, you can be more, you can express yourself, you'll live a more congruent uh, experience, not only in your branding and your company, but also in your life. You've been listening to Brilliant Branding, and we'll be back in just a moment. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Your brand is your story, and getting your story straight is the most critical and challenging component of your brand identity. That's where we come in. We're Tungsten, and we're naturally wired for brilliance. We'll help create, clarify, and communicate your brand message in ways that will make you shine. Whether you're a startup, entrepreneur, consultant, or an established business, we'll use our tools and talents to build and brighten your company identity. Why struggle with domain searches, trademark issues, and endless brainstorming when the Tungsten team can create a clear and compelling brand name that strengthens your image? Having named over 250 regional, national, and international companies, products, and services, Tungsten has a trusted track record for successful brand creation and implementation. Our proven process will focus your brand and put you center stage. Visit us at tungstenbranding.com for your free quote. That's tungstenbranding.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. are listening to Brilliant Branding. To reach our show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to info at tungstenbranding.com. Now, back to this week's program. All right, so we're back. It's like the old song, Who Are You? Who, who, who? And we're asking you, who are you? You know, what song is that? That's an old one, <laughs> way before your time. Um, yes. Yeah, so we're asking, you know, who are you at your core, and build out from your core so that your brand speaks cohesively and intelligently, and you don't have to fake it till you make it. You just make it. You are what you say you are. Um, my goal when I had my ad agency was I, they said, come up with a big goal. And I made it a monetary one to build $20 million a year. It really screwed me up because all I could, I started sizing people up by was how big is their advertising account. Mm -hmm. And it all made sense on a business level. Yeah, absolutely. And man, my, my marketing matched up and I was, we were talking, saying at the top of the hour, you know, octane and power driven and, but man, you should feel the lack of, feel or not feel the lack of passion. I remember just before I left my firm is doing full service, you know, automotive advertising. And I was just reading the tea leaves. I think you just can't be that this is how marketing's going to go. Yeah. People were being empowered with the choice of what they could watch. They could flip a channel mm -hmm. screaming at people. And I had to like, you know, I'm doing the math. Like I get like 10 more of these screamo dealers for five more years. Um, it's like a life sentence you're serving out. You know? Yeah. Um, so I made this shift. I moved to North Carolina. We were vacationing up here. I loved being up here in the western part of the state. And it was just you just your soul felt rejuvenated. And so I said, Why don't we flip this equation and I will move up here and be rejuvenated fifty weeks out of the year and get sunburnt two weeks out of the year. So right. more congruent. 
more right. congruent in my personal life. Yep. And as you look for this congruency, the beauty of it is it often spreads into your personal life. Yep. When you get more congruent in your business, your brand, or conversely, if you get more congruent personally, yep. it'll spread into your brand. Yep. So uh, what is your why? What gets you up? Ask the question so I can what until you can't answer it anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I just want a $20 million ad so I can what? You know what that came down to is I just wanted to impress people. Yeah. You know? Right. And then I realized what a what a cheap why that was. Yeah. And then I thought, I have to have a better why in life mm -hmm. than just, wow, you know, we're number one. We bill more dollars yeah. than anybody else. And I, re I began to realize my why was I really enjoyed working with clients to help them find their happy place. Yeah, right. So that's very cool. Here's one that's very topical um, in its Facebook. Yeah. Um, and this whole Analytica's fiasco that they're facing right now. Their stated goal, their why, is to connect the world. Actually, to give people the power to share and to make the world more open and connected. Yeah. So on its surface, that's a very beautiful statement. It is. So a lot of times, and this is what we talked about this morning before we even went on the program, there's there's words and actions. Exactly, yeah. And what we're talking about today is alignment. I think if Facebook consistently backed that statement up, giving people power, having them to share and make the world open, that sounds transparent to me. Yeah. doesn't sound like you got to go through six clicks to find out that they're sharing your uh, religious and political views with third-party app makers. Yeah. That sounds like a backroom deal. Absolutely. kind of kept out of the sunlight. Yeah, they were cheating on you. So, <laughs> They're you know, taking all of your I information. I actually went through and looked up on one of these morning shows that showed how you could access. I thought, oh, come on. They don't have that much stuff on me. I didn't realize how many because I was being lazy, I opted in and used Facebook to check in. I thought I never, I never check in using Facebook to a third party app. Yeah. Well, I finally found this link and uh -huh. I, I got to it and I had done that over the years, I guess maybe 15 times. Mm -hmm. And then as I clicked each one of them, which now Pandora's box is being opened. Yeah. People are peering in. I, it's, it really did on a couple of them. It, it, it drilled right down to um, political persuasion and beliefs, which I don't have anywhere in my Facebook. Mm -hmm. So that is judged by mm -hmm. tracking your clicking behavior. Mm -hmm. the, and they make a guess, a judgment about you yeah, based on what they think you believe or don't believe. So that's a hit to reputation. Yeah, and loss of trust. Yeah, which for a social network, that's not good. Yeah. You know, you want to be you want to be stellar in that approach. So we'll see how that works out. Um, Mark Zuckerberg was also a little slow in his response. Yeah. And coming well, out and getting ahead of it. Yeah. Well, I thought it was interesting that they made an a an apology through the press. Why do you think they did that? You know, I don't I don't know except that I, it, t it tells me it signals to me a very guarded position, mm -hmm. a company first position, right? Not a let's do the right thing even if it hurts us. Yeah. You know. Well, I guess I, I'm like uh, it's interesting to me because it's like they did it through the press, which I thought was kind of going away, right? You know, right, like right. who's reading papers? Right. I mean, there are people. Don't right. get me wrong, there are. But I mean, Facebook is almost like. Don't read the paper anymore. Just yeah, read us. Antithesis. And yet, yeah. they made the, the apology. So that's why it's like, it's just interesting to me as to why, what was the intention behind that? Because now 
it feels like they are they're a huge beast that has a lot of information. They're very intelligent. Very they're powerful. very powerful. They're very um each move is calculated. that they make is calculated. Yeah. So what is, you know, the apology, even if Mark Zuckerberg were to whatever statement he's going to give, right. I think he's talking to Congress or something soon or Right. But, but either way, it's like it's you already lost my trust. Yeah, because it's like, co- so coached. It's almost like when you when when you uh, talk to somebody and they're innocent, right? Yeah. But the first thing is, um, I need I need to get my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. it's probably a smart thing to do. Yeah. A really right. intelligent thing to do. But your first impression, again, branding is reputation. It's the feeling. It's the position you own in somebody's mind. Yeah. Um, there's one that I think. You know, Toyota took a hit, and I think they stood up and just took it on the chin and, and got through it. Uh, Tylenol, mm-hmm. we mentioned in a previous show, people got poisoned by some of their pills. They said, let's just, it's going to cost us a fortune. Let's pull them off all the shelves. Yeah. Knowing that uh, certainly they weren't all poisoned. Right. But just took a huge financial hit. But their reputation came back. Right. People were, you know, were saying they're going to go. Let's talk on the flip side of that. You know, so Facebook is working through its challenges right now, as is all of these people that are controlling so much personal data. Mm-hmm. I mean, trust is a huge, huge component of that. Right. I think Google's mantra, I believe, was do no harm. Yeah. You know, but as you get bigger, it's it's harder to do that without violating some of that. Um, so connecting to your why, Chick-fil-A. Here's an organization. So I have another uh, business, uh, Mount Washmore, that we branded. Yeah, it's a total rush. Um, yeah. So we've been working with them and we're really looking for good employees. It's down in Florida and we're just like, where can we find the best employees? And it finally dawned on me, steal them from (laughs) (laughs) Chick-fil-A. It's that simple. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. they've done all the hard work. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. You go through your driving experience. I've had people, they, they, at other places, miss your order. You know, may I help you? It's uninspired. It's methodical. It's plotting. Right. It's every time you show up, one person's really friendly and the next person's not. You get the one where it's the, the weird guy's voice and then you pull up and it's a girl there and then you don't know, you know, <laughs> are they broadcasting from a remote room? I just, your straw's gone. And every time I pull into Chick-fil-A, they seem suspiciously happy. Yeah. Like, I, do they feed these people like some kind of like happy Right, exactly. Potion or something mm-hmm. before they go to work. Well, this guy was a very faith-based guy, mm-hmm. and he's taken some hits over it. Yeah, I mean, there was a point in We're time. We're turning to Christian radio today. Yeah, we have <laughs> turned into that. Well, Liz, you were raised Dutch Reformed, and I was raised, I don't know, yeah, Heinz 57, <laughs> a little bit of everything. So, but having been soaked in that, I think we know some of these experiences of what they produce. So here's a guy who's kind of a stick to his guns kind of guy. Yeah. And it's not like if you, if you do more values-based branding, we'll call it, if you do things where you're more principled and you stick to it, that it always is cheery. This guy, I think funded, it was either Boy Scouts or some organizations that they say were not gay friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe he did it through his own personal money. I could have that story wrong, but it got spun into the news media that this guy is just a bum. You know, look what he's doing. He's narrow minded. And the company took uh, a PR hit yep. that was probably several months in the making. Yep. But they just kept being friendly. 
Yeah. They their employees just kept acting nice. Yep. Um they they smiled. Um somebody on did a YouTube thing where they threw a cup of soda at this young gal who was just handing the food in in protest and it ended up weirdly backfiring. Yeah. And people started looking like they were being mean. Yeah. For coming against these people simply because they were just showing up to work. Mm-hmm. You know, they were just doing what they were told to do. So that brand, in addition, closes on Sundays. Right. And I can tell you, as somebody who likes a good chicken sandwich, how many times I've been severely disappointed. Right. That they weren't open as I drove off the expressway, turned three turns to get to the Chick fil A, only to be reminded again mm-hmm. they are closed on Sundays. Yeah. Bad business decision. But is it? There's an example. We just talked about you know, Facebook. Yeah. Here on the flip side is somebody sticking to their guns. But in the long run, ask yourself, if I stick to my core beliefs and if I live my belief out yeah, and I make temporary um, setbacks, you a brilliant branding is all about the long haul. Yep. It's about the end game. Yeah. Um, it's about living with yourself so you can get up in the morning and feel good and intentional about what you're doing despite what everybody else thinks. Yeah. Um, and in that case, I think that's worked out for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say a similar situation. It's a little bit different, but Chip and Joanna Gaines mm-hmm. from, you know, they had that HGTV show. Yeah. They got a little blowback. As yeah. Well. They got a blowback because they went to a church that didn't agree with homosexuality. And so they were HGV, HGTV discontinued their show. I don't know if it was for that reason. I don't know. I don't know, but there was well because HGTV right. was saying that they didn't align with right their principles. But they continued and said we don't take a. But they were not. But they were genuine in terms of like, well, that is sort of like, you know. Basically, they held to their own. Like, we're not going to stop for, going to. Yeah, this we're not. We're not going to be for or against. This right, isn't our this fight. Is, right. Exactly. You're picking a fight that we're not picking. And they. Right. Say, I think on the flip side of that, you've got ones that are Patagonia. Yeah. Who you know has taken it on the chin for for being very open to to causes that are very earth friendly, beneficial. Mm-hmm. Um, ben and Jerry's. Right. Um, if you look at these companies, um, and so this isn't about any political spectrum. It's right. about staying true to who you are. So you see companies from like Ben and Jerry's, you see companies like when they do things, you know that that's been consistent from day one. Yeah. It's what they believe. Yeah. They stick to their guns. Uh, they might take a hit here and there on the right or left or the upper down. Hits. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. people see their heart behind it. Yeah. You know, their heart is good. You know, Patagonia really has, you know, tried and true fans. Ben and Jerry's um, has a policies that are very, very open and mm-hmm. uh, accommodating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then people that are maybe more uh, conservative have, have done things, but have lived that so in a way that their brands become genuine, whether you agree or don't agree. And even if they agree or don't agree, your following then believes in you. Yeah. Your ben and Jerry's people just will literally eat you up. Yep. Um, Patagonia will follow you to the top of any mountain. Yep. You know, and- um, Chick-fil-A, people, people won't still chicken come. out. Yeah. 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 So today's show has all been about getting into what it is that you really believe at your core, aligning your brand with that core belief, and then living it authentically and not unapologetically. It doesn't mean you don't listen. It doesn't mean you don't adapt, but you, you check, you do a heart check. 
with is this what we believe so that your actions align and so you don't come across as a brand that is a brand in, in name only. It's superficial, but it's truly uh, clear, concise, compelling, and consistent. Yeah. And that's what we that's what we preach here at Brilliant Branding every day. So hopefully these things have been insightful, stimulating, thought-provoking, so that you can look at your own brand and see just how connected you are, and you can have a more brilliant brand. We look forward to speaking with you next week on another episode of Brilliant, brilliant Branding. Thank you for listening to Brilliant Branding. Please join host Phil Davis and co-host Liz Heemstra for another edition of the program next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, stay brilliant. Brilliant.